Hi, I'm Paul Gross. I'm an extension educator uh, for Michigan State University in Isabel County working in cover crops and soil health. And I'm with Dr. Dean Boss, an extension educator from Sustainable Ag who works uh, with cover crops, soil health. Uh, and today is June 5th, and it's the last day for a prevent plant for corn here in Michigan. And a lot of those acres are going to have to have something done with it, uh, Dean. So uh, what are some of the options that uh, farmers might have for these prevent plant acres in, in terms of uh, cover crops? Well, thanks, Paul. Um, when we're looking at uh, prevented planting acres, first thing right up front, I want to caution farmers to definitely consult the uh, risk management agency's guidelines for uh, prevented planting, um, as well as talk to your farm service agency, FSA, and crop insurance agent when you're considering options for prevented planting, um, including cover crops. Uh, we recommend on prevented planted acres that uh, farmers consider putting cover crops on. Um, that will help you uh, prevent further soil degradation and hopefully improve the soil resiliency uh, in coming years. And so we think uh, there's a benefit to putting cover crops on. This gives you a longer growing season for cover crops than we typically have, particularly in corn soybean systems. You've got the whole year. So you should be able to get even greater benefits than you would typically get from, from cover crops. Um, some of those benefits, you know, definitely you want to protect your soil from wind, wind and water erosion that can occur if you leave it bare. Um, there's an opportunity to improve the soil structure, soil permeability. Um, that can help in the future for increasing the water holding capacity and dealing with some of the extreme events that we've been seeing. Um, improves the soil structure. And then uh, from an environmental standpoint, we also want to prevent uh, nutrient losses. If you've got excess nutrients in there, um, get some cover crops on there to, to take those up and hold those. Um, it's also an opportunity if you want to um, provide some nutrients, um, you can look at using some legumes uh, to be a source for nitrogen um, for the following year. So those are some benefits, but all of those things will really help with the resiliency of your system. Um, to help uh, deal with these types of uh, issues in the future. Well, that's, that's, that's a good reason to plant them. What, uh, what should farmers consider? What should they plant? What species uh, might, uh, might you suggest uh, generally in Michigan here? Well, when you're looking at uh, selecting cover crops, you, know, you, have, you basically kind of have three options. Um, you have the grasses, um, grasses like uh, oats, annual ryegrass, winter cereals, um, as well as the summer grasses. Let's, uh, let's start. I like to say, you know, nothing else puts some oats out there. Oats is, is usually one of your most cost-effective cover crops. It, you can put it out there almost any time of the year. And uh, it's, it's really a go-to cover crop in a lot of situations. Um, get, get some cover, get some control against weeds. If you're really looking at weed control, uh, summer grasses like uh, uh, sorghum sedan grass are really good at choking out the weeds. Um, that's something you can, can consider, although we're currently hearing that uh, the, that seed may be in short supply, so that may be a little harder to come by this year. Um, winter cereals and annual ryegrass, um, 
those are those are some options. But uh, re- realize that when you plant those early, they may not perform um, as they would being planted uh, later in the in the season. You probably wouldn't want to plant those until um, late summer at the earliest. Um, and uh, those those species are going to require termination in the spring. So uh, keep that in mind. Um, you can look at some options like uh, red clover, bursine clover. Um, you can plant those early summer. Um, that gives you some nitrogen production. Um, as far as late summer legumes, uh, you can consider crimson clover, sweet clover, hairy vetch, uh, winter peas. Um, all of those uh, can provide some uh, some nitrogen for you in the future. A lot of people know about brassicas, radishes, uh, rapeseed, um, mustards, those types of, of uh, species. And uh, we caution people, particularly on the radish, that if you plant those um, before August, that they, ha- they have a tendency um, to bolt and go to seed. And when that plant um, goes through those stages, it doesn't provide you that, that bigger taproot that you're looking for um, as typically is a reason for growing a radish so that you can uh, reduce some compaction in some of those types of things. A lot of resources out there to help you select cover crops. There's the uh, Midwest Cover Crop Council um, decision tool. It's on the their website at mccc.msu.edu. Um, you can go there and find a lot of information about cover crops um, that can help you. You can go to the MSU Cover Crop uh, website, which is covercrops.msu.edu. We have posted a fact sheet on cover crops for prevented planting on that website. Um, but that can give you some further direction. Um, do your homework when you're selecting the cover crops. Um, look at what you're trying to do in that field and how cover crops might be able to help you this year. Boy, that's that's good, Dean. I think uh, I think you hit the key right at the end there. You know, what do you want to accomplish? One other question, what would, uh, any any suggestions or thoughts about species that might work well for forage if you want to wait till after that November 1st date? Uh, got some livestock that you might want to utilize uh, that cover crop as a forage. Any thoughts on that? Well, you can, um, you know, definitely look at uh, the clovers as, a, as an option for forage. Um, the uh, uh, Sorghum sedan grass, some summer grasses. Um, it kind of opens up a different um, set of, of uh, species that can be used that we don't even typically consider for uh, cover crops. Um, some people looking at things like teff um, as an option. Would really recommend that you uh, consult uh, some publications on emergency forages and on forages in general to make that type of a decision. But the caution there is that uh, if you if you plant uh, before the late planting date, you cannot harvest that forage until November 1st and get a full crop insurance payment. If you plant the cover crop after the late harvest, late planting date and harvest it prior to November 1, your payment will be reduced to 35%. So if you are looking for um, cover crops for forages and you have crop insurance, be sure and check the guidelines and talk to your insurance agent about what you're planning to do um, so that you don't get yourself in a situation where you lose your crop insurance payment. 
Very good, Dean. Uh, good information. A uh, lot of resources out there for farmers to use. Uh, I think your, to me, your key points are make sure you check with with your farm, your crop insurance agent to make sure you're following all the rules so you maintain eligibility for for all, any payments. Uh, you know, make sure you maybe use some of the tools that they're out there. The uh, Midwest Cover Crop Council Selector Tool, um, Michigan State Cover Crop Team uh, website. All, all opportunities to get more information about cover crops. So thanks for being with me today, Dean. Thank you, Paul.